Welcome to Epic Arcade, your weekly gaming show where I try to steal it from Kel. Take it away, boys. Welcome to another episode of the Epic Arcade Podcast where we, your video game best friends, myself, Kelvin, and join with me, Zurin. Z, you want to say hi? Yo! Bring forth the epicest gaming news that's happening this week to keep you up to speed. Well, Arcade Goers, on the show this week, we'll be talking about the 2022 Game Awards nomination, Doom Eternal's controversial, uh, whatever is going on there, Superman's scam, and so much more. So sit down, hold on to your butts as we invite you into this very exclusive, very epic, very video game best friend club. I dedicate this episode to the late Kevin Conroy, the voice actor to some of the best Batman animation series and video games out there. Rest in peace, Dark Knight. If you were a kid back in the 90s and early 2000s, then chances are you were probably watching the animated series about the Batman. Behind every great animated hero is a great voice actor. And for me, that actor is Kevin Conroy. Hey, hey Z. Yo. Do you hear recently there's like this news uh, circling around Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you get your social media fix that... Malacca will have a Disneyland. Wait, sumpah do I tak tahu apa-apa do and I'm oh, in Malacca. So, so <laughs> Wait, bro, yesterday, I tak tahu apa-apa. Uh, okay. If, if I'm not mistaken, it was yesterday or the day before the Malaccan government came out and said that uh, they will be building the biggest Disneyland theme park in Southeast A- Asia and it will be located in Malacca itself. Okay? Uh, yeah. it's, 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 I, I'm not sure if operations will start 20 th- uh, 2030 or development will start 2030. So this news has been going around everywhere. Like sometimes I go on Facebook to to just check on news and it's just spam, you know, every video game forum, every uh, keyboard forum, every PC forum is like, hey guys, I do Disneyland though. So, so that's been covered in like, you know, the Star, NST and, and all the other Malaysian news portal. Uh-huh. But but uh-huh. this morning, uh, Twitter user at Heather Chan, she is the CNN correspondent for Asia. Uh-huh. She reached out to Disney and asked if this is official. And Disney has confirmed that no such plan has been made. It's all fake news and speculation. Dang. So, I guess that's so, for the hype only. Like they just use the name Disneyland because like that's gonna get a lot of traction. Yeah, so just there's cause... a lot of users on, on Facebook saying that they misquoted Disneyland. Is is uh the Malaccan government did not say Disneyland, instead they said Disney other land. So so that's the current running joke now. <laughs> because it's it's dude, like why why would you have Disneyland in Malacca. Panas gila though. Yeah, though. Like, can, can you bruh. imagine the heat? Like, you go to Disneyland to have fun, but instead you sweat and sweat and sweat 
And sweat. And like considering like bro, the mascot as well. Tu lagi ya. Tu tu hit stroke mati tu. Sumpah tu. Anyways. So, so, so that's the hot news for the past couple of days that I've been seeing, which is Disneyland in Malacca, which is apparently not true. But until Disney actually officially comes out to say that, hey guys, kita akan buka Disneyland kat Malacca, then it's a whole different sto- story. For now, yeah. it's all just fake news and speculation. Maybe, 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 this is just me maybe. being speculative or me wearing my tinfoil hat. They mm-hmm. are doing this to garner more votes during the election, which is happening in two mm-hmm. days' time. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are recording this on Thursday. Uh, okay, anyways, main bulk of the news. Main bulk of the news, yep. Game Awards of the Year. Z, it's it's the time of the year again where the best of the best, the creme de la creme, the cream of the crop of video games, interactive entertainment gets voted by fans yep, to see who yep, comes yep. up on top. And uh, we have the list here. Okay, for game of the year, there are six games, starting with a Plague Tale Re- Re- Requiem, a Plague Tale Requiem, uh, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon mm-hmm. Forbidden West, Stray, mm-hmm. and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. These are the nominees for game of the year this year, or GOATEE. Mm-hmm. I love this list, see. Okay, honestly, the list is... There's, there's, there's only one game that I'm quite sad about and one game that seems a bit weird to be on the list. So, the first game that I'm sad about is God of War Ragnarok, one of mm-hmm. the biggest release this year. It has mm-hmm. toppled the charts of so many other games out there, including Call of, uh, COD, Elden Ring, and a couple of games that I can't re- remember. Why I'm sad about it is, I don't have PS5, Dozi. Wait, same though. I don't have so, the only thing I can do is, you know, hope that maybe Sony hears this episode and is like, hey guys, here's some PS5 for you guys to try our game as a sponsor. Or sponsor. just sponsor. watch gameplays online on YouTube and, and just experience secondhand entertainment. But yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. one hell of a bliss. And the other game I mentioned, see, uh, is Stray. I, I don't know, I... Look at the cute cat, okay? We're we're looking at the same uh, script document here. And mm-hmm. you get like Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, Xenoblade. And that's a cute cat. And a stray. And, cute and a stray, right? I, I feel like Stray has kind of slowly made its way to be one of the games that won a lot of hearts of gamers yeah. this year itself. Because it's it's such a... I wouldn't say unorthodox. I would say it's it's one hell of a storytelling te- in terms mm-hmm. of here you go, this is a random cat in a post-apocalyptic world where humans mm-hmm. don't exist anymore. And mm-hmm. you have to find your way out uh, with your with your other cat fa- families and all. Mm-hmm. And it's just so cute. It's, it's so the, cute. The, the world building is beautiful. The narration mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-mm. The art design is beautiful. The soundtrack is gorgeous. Yes. And when you're on the internet, and if you have a cute looking cat, it's an instant win for a lot of gamers out there. Yep. Like, legit. Like, it's not just even the game itself, but also like the community in the game. Like, basically creating the amount of mods from the game like the like oh my the god do you, do you do you see the cj mod i think you were the one that showed me or or you posted on our uh epic arcade account right 
Yeah, bro, that's curse. Like other people yeah, be like that's... putting my cat in straight, and then that's the and then that's the CJ mode. <laughs> I'm like, right, that's, bro, that's that's so weird. And another thing that uh people have been highlighting for Goatee this year is the nominees for best narrative, and there are four games in this segment. The first one is Plague Tale, the second one is Elden Ring, third one God of War, and the fourth one Horizon Forbidden West. Problem is. Out of these four games, the three games here, which is uh, Plague Tale, God of War, Horizon, has proper storytelling. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Elden Ring, what narrative though? See? Yeah, because like, to me, like for Elden Ring, it's more like exploration rather than the story. I, w- I would say in any Soulsborne genre games or like games from, from, from software itself, the narration and the storyline and the lore is open to interpretation yep it's uh it's okay they they give you bits and pieces of lore they give you clues to what has happened before mm-hmm. but it's completely up to you or like uh those those data mi- miners to to kind of find more details of like oh this happened here then this character was this 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 so they are either a good guy or bad guy now because this and that happened and and it's all really open up to interpretation because I remember earlier this year when Elden Ring came out aku wait I played so much of it Dozi I played so much of it and when the game ended I still feel as lost as I did when I started the game. You know, farm do it's Elden Ring, right? Elden Ring, which I'm like, how big is the map? Uh, the map is quite big, it right? Besado, it's, it's a, yeah, it's it's broken down into five or six different parts in the map. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, it's been it's been a long time since I opened Elden Ring, but yeah, it was a huge game, and it took me about like I don't know, fifty, sixty hours to actually complete the game itself. Oof, damn yeah. nice, and and. Knowing me, I definitely have to highlight the best indie games that was nominated for Goatee this year. There's five games altogether, starting for Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray again, and Tudic. I, as much as I want, sorry, as much as Stray is an amazing game, I kind of want Cult of the Lamb to win Best Indie Award this year. You... True. Call of the Lamb, it's like, to me, like, uh, well, I just got a Switch, so I hadn't had a chance to play it yet. But it was mm-hmm. so fun to play, though. Dude, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about your Switch experience, because on my end, I am planning to sell my Switch away to get mm-hmm. a Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how long have you had your sw- Switch already, see? Two days? Like, two days? I just had two oh, days. Oh, year good. Yeah, I just had it for two days. Oh, Legit, and and though. and what games have you been playing? Uh, since I'm actually waiting for Scarlet, uh, mm-hmm. Violet, the Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. For now, I'm just playing Monster Hunter Rise because it's on sale. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and like Call of the Lamb is like one of the games that are actually on my list of like me wanting to get. Okay. And okay, fun fact. This Switch is legit my first ever console in my life. Oh shit! Okay. Yes. Okay. Do yes. you do you like roguelite games? Roguelite. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind playing them. You I don't should... want to play. Um... Do you like Greek mythology? Ooh. 
honestly anything that has lore I'm into it to be honest you you should definitely check out Hades <laughs> somehow it's... honestly not gonna lie as soon as you combine like do you like roguelite and do you like Greek yeah. mythologies I'm like in my mind like, is he gonna recommend Hades yeah <laughs> there's, there's two games I would recommend you the first one is definitely Hades Hades because mm-hmm. it's such a it's it's such an easy game to just pick up on the go mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. uh re- regardless if you're uh uh in transit from like Selangor to Melaka or mm-hmm. visiting family or or just just winding down at home it's mm-hmm. a very easy game to just pick up and con- continue mm-hmm. the True. other game the other game in the similar aspect is definitely Dead Cells this oh. this these two games have been I have quite a couple of games uh, on my Switch, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But these two games, I find myself revisiting again and again. And these two games will also be the same game I will buy once I have my Switch. Uh, sorry, once I have my Steam Deck. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So so anyways, that's uh, that's the three titles that we're going to highlight this year for GOTY uh, with the Game of the Year itself, Best Narrative, and Best Indie. There are a lot, a lot, a lot more that has been nominated from Best Game Direction, Best Art Direction, Best Score and Music, Best Audio Design, Best Performance, Best for Impact, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. But I think we're going to save this for when we are closer to the the announcement itself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right, which is uh, which can be streamed online for free on Thursday, December eighth, seven thirty Eastern Time or four thirty Pacific Time, which is December 9th for us Malaysians at around three a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so so yeah, that's 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 it. Have you voted, Kel? Yes, yes, I have. Uh, nice. I voted for Game of the Year, and I'm not gonna lie, I voted for El- Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. God. Because out out of all six games here, okay, I've tried Horizon, Horizon, mm-hmm. Forbidden West. I've tried uh the first Plague Tale. Uh, both amazing titles. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade is not really my cup of tea. Stray. Mm-hmm. Straight, I would vote for best indie, but not really mm-hmm. game of the year material. God of mm-hmm. War, I feel that's a bit ch- cheating. So, but God of War came out this week itself. Yeah, and and uh-huh. and, and 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 they are already on game of, on the game of the year list, which is a I don't know. Yeah, technically, it came out this year, but I think it's too soon. But who yeah. am I to say anything, right? Like I, basically, it got there because like the hype. Like people yeah. have been waiting, like God of the God of War Ragnarok launcher, when is it gonna release? Like even the day on the release, like bruh, I've seen a lot of people already basically they just speedrun the main story and like stream it. I'm like, damn damn yeah. fast. So so Elden Ring is my choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you? For me God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> oh god, and you've not even played it yourself. No, I watched the gameplay so far and I'm Bias. loving the story. Yeah, the, I'm biased. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I would have voted for God of War 2, but I feel like uh I feel like From Software kind of deserve it because this is their first open world game and it's so successful and the gameplay it's is so good. Damn worth it. beautiful. Cool, yeah. Right? Yeah. As much as it's punishing, it's 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 the kind of punishment that you that you keep finding yourself going back for more. Thank you.
Okay, for our next news, to be honest, is remember bit... Kel? Uh, re- remember what? About the Bayonetta case. Oh my god, here we go again. Here we go again, but here this time it's with Doom Eternal. Okay, so... yeah. I've I've uh, read a bit of the news. It's, it's something along the lines of uh, the soundtrack designer of the score or, or the score designer himself uh, uh, had some had some beef with Mm-mm. the with the developers themselves, right? Something along Mm-mm. the lines of that? Something along the lines of that, but in this situation, okay, like in Bayonetta situation, like, uh, what's her name? Helena. Oh, Helena, right? Okay, Helena. Hel- Basically, Helena in that situation, Taylor, I think. Yeah, Helena Taylor, in that situation, she, she's, she's the one in the wrong, right? So far, we see, like, she's the one in the wrong and the company is the one on the right, right? Mm-hmm. For this situation, this composer, Mick Gordon, is the one that is on the right, and its software is the one that is in trouble right now. Okay. Because okay, basically okay, fans fans notice like how the official soundtrack quality is like it's different. Is it is this subpar to the Doom franchise that we know of? Yeah, like it's subpar. Okay. It's not. It's like it doesn't have that oomph, you know. Okay. And. Fans which are they basically like compared, you know, the audio quality and like they noticed the difference. And people started to like basically like pointed fingers to the composer, but then that composer said how like he's not the one that mixed the track. So it's not on him. And like a lot of fans which are like after that, like they apologized and then the composer didn't say anything about it after that though. Mm -hmm. But then but then like a few Months, I think after Marty Stratton, the executive producer for it software, he released mm-hmm. like a full on statement on Reddit. Basically, in summary, he's really shifting the blame for the awful audio quality towards the composer. Okay, which is uh Mick Gordon him himself. Yeah, Mick Gordon himself, yeah. Like, he says how, like, Mick Gordon keeps delaying the submission, even though, like, they already gave him all the flexibility that they can. Like, memang, the reputation for Mick Gordon memang rosak terua after this whole uh, Reddit post got out. But then, Mick Gordon came out with another full, with his own full statement on Medium that legit debunked the whole... Reddit post. Yeah, because I I've read I've read it on Reddit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. something along the lines of uh, he has created the soundtrack on a tight timeline, mm-hmm. and its software did not come back to him. And once they did, uh, they didn't pay him, and they they used drafted soundtrack that wasn't approved. Uh, something along the lines hence why people can see or hear in this case that the Doom Eternal official soundtrack is quite bad compared to the previous games that Mm-mm. they've made so uh, yeah Mick Gordon has came out with a, uh, with a legal comment or a Mm-mm. legal statement Mm-mm. the document itself was like 20 pages long with Mm-mm. him defending himself saying that uh, with him defending himself with a lot of proof yeah. saying that uh, he has uh, put in email conversations, mm-hmm. uh, instant messaging conversations, mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
his his notebook with all the tracks he created mm-mm, mm-mm. and and so much more. And Mick Gordon has been defending himself, saying that uh, I have already done whatever it software has asked for, mm-hmm. but uh, they has yet to pay Mick Gordon. They they use unapproved tracks in their game to avoid mm-hmm. quote unquote paying him. Yeah, and and, and there's a lot of legal. Uh, legal loopholes I would say mm-mm, that mm-mm. it software is playing around with mm-mm, so mm-mm. so yes it's it's between the executive producer Marty Stratton versus Mick Gordon but I feel like Mick Gordon somewhat did it right where he came out with a full on document with proof that mm-mm. hey I've done whatever the client has asked me to do. Uh, I I have submitted all the scores, but some was rejected, but still used in the final game. Mm-mm. And and this is what it is. So I think they are going into a legal battle soon. If I'm not mistaken, you don't quote me on that because uh, I've read it yesterday and the the details are a bit blurry to to me. Mm-mm. Yeah. So Mm-mm. so yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing is, and Kel, uh, okay, to me, Mick Gordon is handling the situation very well, like you said, mm-hmm. because when fans are like pointing out about the quality and like he said how like it's not him who makes the audio, he legit like after that, he went quiet, right? He didn't yeah. say anything. I... I feel like he went quiet out of respect because there might be some some contract or NDA that he might have signed. But now, uh, Marty Stratton is trying to make him look bad, uh, putting all the blame on him. He has to come out to defend himself because there's one thing, uh, one thing is making bad music. But yes. what's worse than making bad music is having your name and reputation ruined in the industry, Mm-mm. which will then fuck you up more in the long long term. People will not work with you. People yes. will think ill of you. Pe- people will start to speculate. It's like, oh, this Mick Gordon guy is not trustworthy. He's unreliable. Good. And and I, I feel like he's kind of in the right to come up with that like 20-page do- document telling people Mm-mm. like, with hey, hard evidence, yeah. with receipts, yes. like smart. Yes. Honestly, yes. it makes his case very solid though. Like even as we reading this, we're like, bro. Because like, yeah. legit, like for its software, like they just put out the statement saying all that, all that. And also, also, Mick Gordon, like he said, la, like he said, how actually Marty Strata actually offered him six figures to keep quiet. Yes, which which he I... which he denied. Yeah, like, bro, honestly, Mick Gordon, like, kudos on him for doing all this I, with all the receipts and everything. Damn nice. Yeah, I I don't know because up to now, it's all just speculation. It's a mm-hmm. he say, she say kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Same mm-hmm. same exact way that the whole uh, Bayonetta mm-hmm. thing, thing is un- unfolding. I would say mm-hmm. we can maybe revisit this in the next week or the next couple couple of weeks just to Mm -hmm. see what went down yes yes the next news we have for you guys is the PS5 Slim for 2023 now 
according to this document here, there has been a leak speculating or even suggesting that the PlayStation 5 will get a slimmer, sexier, smaller version of the console. I mean, this is not really news because we have seen the PlayStation 2 slim. We've seen the PS3 slim. We have seen PS4 slim. Mm-hmm. And and it is to no one's surprise that the PlayStation Five Slim will come out. Mm-hmm. True. My only worry is how much will it cost, because oh, uh, just true. just last week, just last week, uh, uh, they announced the PlayStation VR set. Ah, uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. PS Five, PS Five VR Two price. Okay, I'm I'm googling the price, which is ready for it, Z. Ready. Five hundred and fifty dollars. Bro. Okay, bro. if if I were to convert if I were to convert five five O USD to ringgit, that will cost you two thousand and five hundred ringgit. So so that's that's my biggest concern here. When whenever it comes to anything new gen console or like current gen console itself it's the price because our ringgit is not getting any higher it's been constantly dropping uh economics of scale Mm -hmm. is just deteriorating and Mm -hmm. everything is getting more and more expensive Mm -hmm. but for 2005 all you're getting is the headset the sense the the sense controller which is the the vr controller Mm. uh and it's a bit more compact and and that's about it right mm-hmm. so would like if you were to buy a console for 2000 ringgit you have to spend an uh and for you to go into the experience of vr you have to spend another 2005 uh that is excluding export fees okay uh mm-hmm. 500 and 550 is basically what you will be paying in the states but when it comes mm-hmm. to malaysia you kind of don't know how much you're paying for so so it's two thousand plus another. Let's just put it as two thousand five. Like it's about five thousand ringgit just to experience quote unquote VR itself. Mm-hmm. Is that a price you're willing to pay? See, no, though, Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. So I, I I have a Pico four here. I uh, you know what a you know you know what a Pico four is? See, no, what's a Pico four? So it's it's basically uh another branded. VR headset. Oh. I, I don't know if you can see this giant box I'm holding. Oh, God damn it. Hold on. Hold on. I am turning off and turning on my camera again. And there you go. It's huge. It's huge. It's, oh, a, it's a Pico 4. Okay. It comes with, it, it comes with like le- legit VR headsets and all. I've, I've used this about three times, Z. What do you use it for? Uh, definitely not porn, but I've tried out definitely. a lot of VR. <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> not VR girlfriend. Definitely, yeah, yeah, sure, of course, of course, right, sure. Uh, but I've tried out a couple of VR games, games like Bone Labs, games like uh, in in Insurgency, games like War Thunder VR, and Ooh. I'm actually waiting for the Christmas sale to try out uh Half Life Alex, but. <sighs> But I've got this for about a month so far. Mm-hmm. I've used it all for three times. Mm-hmm. And I'm planning to sell it away. Oh, dang. Dude, okay, why, motion, why, why? motion sickness is real. Maybe oh, it doesn't happen for... Yeah, maybe it doesn't happen for everyone. But to me, it, it hits like a truck 
Zee. Aku hmm. aku play halfway, aku nak muntah and I actually went to the toilet to vomit though. Wait, sama so, do aku pun tak boleh do. Like uh, I have serious motion sickness as well when it comes to games. Yeah, like I grew up playing FPS games. So mm. playing FPS games like on the monitor, aku okay. There's mm-hmm. no problem for me also. But mm-hmm. on VR, oh ya Allah, it was so bad, dude. Like I I I can play up to maybe half an hour max. You get disoriented, yeah. You get hella disoriented. Yeah, I get so disoriented disoriented i feel seasick and i start gagging and i vomit so it's maybe it's for some people but it's definitely not for me so here's mm-hmm. a psa for people out there i have a pico 4 here use all for three times letting it go at a very beautiful price so there you have for it for how much i don't know i i i got it i, I got it at thousand six i'm planning to sell it for like thousand two yeah so if anyone's interested it's here Just a short Kelvin Pico 4 ad. Yes, yes. <laughs> Z, do you know about uh, Unreal Engine 5? Unreal Engine? Ah, I do know. So fucking beautiful, bro. So when the Unreal Engine 5 was released sometimes, uh, sometime this year, I, I think it was in back in May or June this year, they also came up with a demo for the Matrix game. I don't know if you've seen that. I've seen it. Cantik gila dah. It was gorgeous. The 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 lighting was beautiful. The art was beautiful. The city was lively. Everything okay, was like, beautiful. I love how, like the world felt so, more like the camera work. Like you know, like how like as you change places, the camera also changes. Yes. Like the lighting and like, I love it honestly. How like very how, dynamic. How I would describe graphics like this or the skill of art like this. Is if you showed it to our parents, they would think it's a real video. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Because because sometimes when I game or or when I'm watching gameplay videos or I'm just mm-hmm. watching videos, my mom would be mm-hmm. like, "Wow, this is so beautiful. Where is this?" And I was like, "Mom, it's a game." And she's like, "No fucking way, it's a game." I was like, "Yeah, it's a game. It's a game." We like uh, um, I watch I watch the God of War and the Rock gameplay. Total, like my mom said, "Apa?" Eh, cantiknya tu Will Smith ke tu? I'm like, what? Oh yeah. <laughs> My mom thought Kratos is Will Smith, bro. I was like, Kratos is not even black. Wait, he's, <laughs> he's not even black. He's not even like, black. Mom. He's like, he's I'm, Greek at best. You do. I was like, mom, he's white. I think it's because Kratos botak, bro. Yeah, I think it's about Kratos botak, bro. Yeah, and then and, and then your mom in your mom said it's like kalau dia botak, he's black. That's all. <laughs> yeah, but but. Bro. But yeah, that's that's definitely Can. how I describe graphics like this because Can uh, my my dad and my mom both are interior designers. They are they they graduated from art school, so they Ooh. they have a certain appreciation for art. Uh, and nice. whenever whenever they see uh graphics like like this or even graphics from any other triple A titled games, they'll be like, mm. "Wow, this is this is beautiful," because uh, what's that what's that racing game called horror? Uh shit 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 shit. What's that racing game called? Gran Turismo. Uh, the other one. Uh, A few moments later. Forza Horizon. Is it Forza Horizon? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Games Forza. Like, mm. Games like Gran Turismo, Forza Horizon. Whenever I put that on, like the big screen, my my parents would just stare at it and it's like, wow, like art 
video game art has came so far and and they're oh. very very appreciative of it which oh. which I'm actually quite happy yeah right so anyways going go, going back to the news uh, we were talking okay. about the the matrix so this modder by the name of Tyson Butler Boschma I'm sorry if I botched your name but Mr. Tyson here has released an Unreal Engine 5 mod that took the demo of the matrix and created a quote-unquote Superman simulator just to let players experience what a next-gen Man of Tomorrow game looks like. And if you were to watch the video, it's, it's basically, if you have seen the Matrix demo, it's in the same world, but instead of the characters from the Matrix you play, you play a Superman flying across Manhattan, flying across the world, and you can you know, just, just fly around like Superman. Basically, just for people to test out Unreal Engine 5 and the capabilities of it. Mm-mm-mm. But this was this this Superman this Superman mod came out about six months ago, and this uh modder Tyson released it on each each code each code each dot for free. However, this week itself, a scammer this is a a uh, a whole different person, a scammer took his concept and mm-hmm. released it on Steam. This guy was selling it on Steam, the free de- demo. He's selling it on Steam for 10 USD, which is about 50 ringgit-ish. And the original model Tyson came out and, and filed a takedown on Steam. And mm-hmm. Steam has, has yet to do anything yet. The, the scammer then came out on Twitter and said that the original modder Tyler just wants all the money for himself. But Tyler has also countered that by saying that, dude, I released the mod on each.io for free so mm-hmm. that people can just download and experience it themselves. Mm-hmm. So this is another speculative case, just like Doom Eternal, just like uh, Bayonetta. And mm-hmm. again, it's a he say, she say thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel that it's a bit scummy to take something that is free, release it on Steam, and start charging people for it. You do. It's other people's work good as yeah. well. And then, and then the, the other thing that is uh, quite weird to me is that how did this even pass the QC on Steam? How? Right? So, is it that easy to pass? Uh, I mean, have, have you not seen the new and not... new and noteworthy segment of Steam. Me opening it right now. Yeah, new and trending. So so if you open the Steam stoppage, uh, which I'm exactly doing now, new and trending, and then you click on new, see, see more, there are so many games that are out. And last week, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, last week I saw this game called what, Sex with Hitler? And and it's basically a NSFW sex simulator where Wait. you play as Hitler. Banyak those games itu. Okay. Yeah, if, yeah, if you mean there's... those kind of games, there's so much of those kind of games yeah, on Steam that and... I feel like, what's on that, bro? Why is this here? Yeah, like like most of the time, it's like, why the fuck is this here? And then you get a lot of like hentai or like edgy mm-hmm. games. Uh-huh. Okay, like. Like straight off the bat, under under the fifteen ringgit segment, there's already a couple of uh, sex games. Mm-mm. Uh, uh, one is called Only Fab Simulator Four. 
which is it is what it is. It is uh, what it is. The title says for itself. Another one is called Cyber Girl Zombie Hentai for eleven ringgit. Another one is Hand Simulator, and this is just three. Like like it's it's all just in your face. And then if you click deeper in there, you get like a a lot of. I don't know, man. Why is this here in the first place? Like yeah, sure there is a market, but but why is it just blatantly put out? On Steam. What about the children? Yeah, those. What am I doing? Like a lot of kids have Steam. Like I, I got yeah. Steam when I was like twelve. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So so it is what it is. It's 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 out there. We don't know what Steam is doing about it, but Mm-mm. this is definitely a conversation that we have to explore next Mm-mm. week or the week after it. Mm-mm. But yeah, I think that wraps up for the news this week. See, oh. is there is there any games you want to tell people to try and play? Get Scarlet Violet, I swear. <laughs> Get Scarlet Violet. Scarlet Violet Horror. Bro, Pokemon! Oh, oh it's it's called Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, but I just call it Scarlet if you, Violet. If you put it together, it's a whole different title. You know what's funny, Z? That's uh-huh. the first Pokemon title that I'm not buying. Yeah, you did. I've, yeah. I've, played, I've played Pokemon since Red, Blue, Yellow. Uh, sorry, Red, Red, Blue, Green, Yellow. You and old, I can old. tell you, yes, yes, I'm old. Oh, my release date is in '92, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, Scarlet Violet is the first Pokemon title that I'm not buying into, mainly because how ridiculous it looks. Uh, I I, you know I cannot I I cannot accept the legendary. I mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it's at the same level of Digimon, Mm-mm-mm-mm. and it's it's unacceptable to me. Maybe yeah, I read a lot me. of people macam, complain about the legendary and also the fact yeah. that you get the legendary macam, early on in the game. Yeah. It's also another thing why some people macam, like, they see, don't I, like it. I, I grew up with Mew, Mewtwo, Zapdos, mm-hmm. Articuno, mm-hmm. Moltres. And if you compare Mewtwo or like Ho-Oh, Lugia to mm-hmm. the latest legendary, it's like, mm-hmm. dude, like, like, what the fuck happened, dude? I think Game Freak is like slowly losing their touch a bit. Yeah, I just I, I just feel like they don't need to release a Pokemon game every year. Maybe take a couple of years just to refigure out uh, uh, what what the capabilities what the capabilities of the Switch can be achieved for a Pokemon title. Because oh. we have seen so many other games that came out on the Switch that can run or process better graphics than Pokemon itself. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And it's <clears throat> after playing the the last title, which is which is uh, Arceus, Arceus, right? Yeah, Ar- yeah, Pokemon Ar- Arceus, Arceus, the one where you go back in in time. Mm-mm-mm. It's a fun game. It's a fun concept. It's Mm-mm. it's free roam, and then you can see the wild Pokemon's running around. Mm-mm-mm. But it's so empty. Most of the time, it's just you alone, and with the with the soundtrack, it's just. Oh my god, they can do a lot better. Like, that's all I'm trying to say. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna rant about it because because I've I've said it in previous episodes as well, but they can definitely do better. Okay, to start to okay. Uh let me just say this. Uh for people okay, do you think this is gonna be like the last the last section? Because I'm yeah. about to get some kind of like leak territory. Let's go. Okay. Okay, you said it's not getting creative, right? 
a few days ago, like if you guys are aware about the amount of scarlet and violet leaks that has been going everywhere. So basically, okay. everyone already knows how the starter looks like. They are mid-evolution and finals. Yeah. My boy, Fuei Kogo. The, that's, the, that's the fire one, right? Uh-uh. Turned into a super ugly alligator, right? To satu. And like his mid-evolution, he's wearing a sombrero. Huh? Like, it's like, it's like, like, a lot of people were like, uh, a lot of people were like, it's not a sombrero, it's probably a nest with an egg. But from like the leak itself, it looks like Fue Coco, but he's wearing a sombrero. Yeah, but Fue Coco, wait. I, I don't know if this is a legit image that I'm looking at. Oh, it's definitely not. Uh, where can I see it? Where can I see it? Uh, I think if you Google for Coco Mid Evolution, like it will immediately come out. Coco Mid Evolution. I'm checking it out. I'm checking it out. Mid Evolution. It's. Mid evolution. Okay, job. let me try to find. It's uh, not a. It, 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 it looks like he's wearing a fake hair. Yeah. What? And a lot of people say like he looks like he's wearing a sombrero. Like, yeah, because like, so... it's, you know, like the, the whole theme of like uh, Scarlet and Violet is Hispanic, right? Hispanic, yeah. or, like, like Hispanic theme. So everyone's like, is he wearing a sombrero? Oh, that's that's actually quite ugly. It is. That that's actually quite ugly. I I legit I feel as someone who really loves fire starters, Fue Coco. <laughs> Bro, I wanna cry. Look that, at him. That, that is that is actually quite very the ugly. Yes. Okay. Job. Let me try. How am I gonna send you this picture? Either, either on WhatsApp or... I don't... I don't... I didn't open WhatsApp on... Okay, okay. You can send it on Discord maybe? Uh, okay, Discord. Okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, I'm just going to send it on the EA chat Discord. And and also, the other thing that I don't like is that is that Crystal Evolution. Oh, Terrestalize. Terrestalize. Yeah, sure. Whatever you... Got. I, I, come on, man. That's... I, I cannot. Z, I cannot. It's so... I don't know, maybe I am a... Maybe I'm just old, dude. <laughs> Bro, not that old, maybe dude. I'm just old. Maybe I'm just old, I cannot accept new things. This is not You the, know, and I don't this... blame you. There are certain things when you're like, uh, you reach a certain age and you don't understand what the new kids are hyping about. Legendary, they orang jadi bike though. You do. And the thing is, kan, the, for Scarlet punya legendary, right? He looks like he have wheels, right? But he doesn't yeah. use it. He uses legs. For the violet one, like, he uses his wheels. So everyone's like, then what's the use of this Scarlet willy look? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see it. I see it. Like the purple legend. Dari has the legs tucked in and then the red color one has the legs. It's so ugly. I cannot... I, I'm going to close this tab. Z, Z, okay. That's all the time we have for you guys this week. Uh, I, <laughs> I cannot stand... I oh cannot God. stand... 
I cannot stand uh, what's happening to Pokemon. Maybe I'm just old. Yeah. Maybe I'm just not acceptable. Maybe it's just too unorthodox to the original one five one Pokemon that I'm mm-hmm. used to. Again, mm-hmm. my release date is on the it's it's on nineteen ninety two. I'm thirty this year. Maybe this is just too new for me. Mm-mm. All right, and that's it. That's all the time we have. Um, mm-hmm. Please let us know what you think of all the controversial news that, that we have spoken about from Superman mm-hmm. to Doom Eternal to, to even Bayonetta, what we covered about two weeks ago. Tell us what you think about all these things. Uh, do you want the PlayStation 5 Slim? Is mm-hmm. it something important to you? Are you thinking to get the PlayStation VR? Mm-hmm. Uh, and most importantly, tell us what is your game of the year? You can find us on Instagram at Epic Arcade Pod. I've been your video game best friend Kelvin Tay. And I'm your video game best friend Serene. We'll see you maybe next week. Next week. Maybe. Epic Arcade is part of the Renegade Radio Podcast family, which includes other amazing Boatan Malaysia podcasts such as Cultivating the Messes, Podcast Sessions, Two Book Nets Talking, and Epic Arcade. For more of us, you can visit www.rngdr.com. Until then, we'll see you soon. That wraps up another episode of the Epic Arcade Podcast. Epic Arcade is made possible by the Renegade Radio Network. And for more Malaysian-made podcasts like this one, check out www.rngdr.com.